So Joyce, if you could tell me how liturgy and missionary discipleship intersect. Well, the church says liturgy is a source and summit. Um, It's pretty much what makes us who we are and who we are as the body of Christ. Um, But that means we need to be transformed to be more like Jesus so that we can be sent into the world to share that good news. So it happens because we actually encountered Jesus Christ in the Mass, and I don't think a lot of people know about that. Um, there's actually four ways that the church says Jesus is in the Mass. He is in the priest who is serving in persona Christi, in the person of Christ, uh, representing our prayer before God the Father, um, lifting it up for us. Um, it's pres- he's present also in the people. The gathered people are the body of Christ, but we are also gathered with that mystical body, which is all the, the holy souls who have ever lived and the angels and saints. Um, he is also present in the Word, very especially in the Word, because in First John, um, you know, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Um, and lastly, and the one that's probably more obvious to most people, he is present in the Eucharist. And that is the Eucharist that is becoming before us. Not, we, are, we are not during Mass to pay attention to the Eucharist that might uh, be in the tabernacle, um, which is uh, uh, always an interesting conundrum. Uh, but we are to focus on what's happening, the action on the altar of him being poured out and broken in front of us. So what's, what's the second part then? Well, you know, when we encounter Jesus in the Mass, um, we, we're not just coming to Mass to worship. A lot of people think that we come to Mass to worship and be holy, and, you know, maybe, maybe many of them think about, yeah, they're supposed to be grateful to, to God, and that's certainly what we do in uh, the glory to God when we thank, praise and thank God for everything he's ever done. Um, but that's not the whole thing. Uh, we're not just there for that. We're not just there to be our pious, holy selves by ourselves. Um, We are with the community to become more like Jesus. And we do that um, because we really are joining Jesus in the sacrifice and becoming more like him. Um, We hear him in the word, and hopefully we are changed by what we hear if we truly and actively listen but we are also to be changed in the sacrifice of the Eucharist. Um, St. Augustine really famously said, uh, receive what you are and become what you receive. And I think we need to take that seriously um, because when, you know, when the Eucharistic minister or the priest holds up that uh, host and says, body of Christ, and we say, amen, we're saying, yes, that is what that is, but also, yes, that's who I am and who I want to be more like. Um, this is actually supported uh, in the documents of the church. Um, if you go to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 901, it explains about the priesthood of the faithful. Um, we actually have a role in the Mass as priestly people. Um, it's, this echoes uh, actually from Lumen Gentium 34, which is where it first shows up, uh, from Vatican II. But basically, we are asked to offer our lives, all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, everything that we are, to lay it on the altar with the bread and wine. Um, 
and the what it says is that this this is how the world is sanctified through us. So actually, we kind of join in the power of the Eucharist at that point, which is kind of impressive because I don't think people get told this. Um, mostly, you know, it's because we have this role as a priestly people, and we get this at our baptism. Um, in the bab- in the rite of baptism, uh, the anointing after the baptism says basically, you have been baptized into Jesus Christ, priest, prophet, and king. And those are his three roles, but we also share them. Um, Certainly we're prophetic when we share our faith and evangelize others. Um, And we are kingly in how we conduct ourselves in the world to make it a better place. But that sacrifice, um, offering the sacrifice is a priestly people, is something we're not really taught to do. And if you listen very carefully, uh, the priest will say at one point, asking asking God to make his sacrifice and your my sacrifice and yours his and ours um to make them holy and acceptable and later he says something about the oblation that we're offering together um so these are important points to realize that we're not just a passive audience we're to be offering ourselves along with the bread and wine and when you visualize what's going on at the Mass, when the priest holds his hands with his palms down over that bread and wine and asks the Holy Spirit to change them into the body and blood of Jesus Christ, if we have offered our lives, we're allowing him to ask the Spirit to change us to become more like Jesus Christ, more a part of Christ, knowing that we cannot perfectly do so while we're, we're here on earth. Um, obviously, we're not going to be changed into Jesus, but we are going to ask to become better, more holy, uh, closer to Jesus each time that we do this. Um, I have um, presented this a few times. Um, some, someone uh, once told me that doing this changed her life, and I was just, I was bowled over. I was like, thank you, Holy Spirit, for allowing me to, to help this person. Because I understand and I have watched people talk about this and to talk about what a difference it's made in how they look at their challenges in life, how sometimes those challenges are taken and transformed into blessings rather than problems, um, how it strengthens us to, to deal with whatever we have as well as just to, to be better at being, you know, what, what Matthew Kelly loves to say, uh, the best version of ourselves. Um, this is how it happens. So when we join in, in this, we are really owning what we were baptized into. So when, when you think about why you go to Mass, this is one of the main reasons, to become more like Jesus, you know, to work on that vocation to holiness. Um, you know, I, I love that people don't understand that they're not the audience. Um, I, I, I serve as a cantor at my church, and I see a lot uh, standing in the front. And I see people passively and mechanically doing the external things of worship, but with a rather vacant expression sometimes, and they don't always seem to fully participate. Um, we've got to stop being mechanical and to allow our participation to be full and to be conscious and active, as, as we were asked to in the, the documents of Vatican II. Um, 
And what does it mean to be fully conscious and active in the liturgy? It means to take your part, to take your place, and it's to take your rightful place. So I think this is very important that we go, we realize that we encounter Jesus and that we want to become more like him. And that's really the gift that the liturgy gives us. Um, I don't, I don't understand how people can actually, like I said, not, not feel it. Um, if you really truly listen to the words of the mass and listen to what you're saying and what you're asking God to do in you, that's great, Joyce. And what's the third point where you you see the intersection of the liturgy and missionary discipleship? Well, I think it's that risk that we have to take because we hear the words missionary disciple. Um, I think a lot of people are put off by that. Um, they think, oh, that's not me. I, I couldn't. I couldn't possibly go out and, and do that for people um, or even, you know, do that for the kingdom. And, and that's really what we're doing it for. Um, this is a risk. It's actually, it, it, it's totally a risk that we are being open. And being open is really hard for people these days. Um, I think a lot of people are individualized and they want to kind of be in a safe place where they're not challenged by their faith. Um, but being open and receptive to whatever God wants to do for you and what he wants to do with you. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, we're supposed to say uh, things at the, uh, you know, say, say a prayer um, in our, our hearts when we are, you know, lifting up our hearts to the Lord in the Eucharistic prayer. We're supposed to actually offer that heart. Um, and it is kind of frightening how few people know that, that that's what we do. So, um, I would say that it's the risk that's the third thing that we need to do. It's it's coming out and just saying, I am going to do this. You know, I am going to allow God to change me. So I would say in some that we come to Mass to be changed by the word that we hear, um, to be changed by the Eucharist we receive, and to become the people that God wants us to be, to, to become a person of what call self-giving love, but also a committed disciple to reach out to other people because we can't be silent about what Christ has done for us. Wow, that's great, Joyce. Thank you so much for sharing all that.